0: Good morning, I'm Jeremy, I'm one of the ministers here, and I had the awesome opportunity this morning to share a little bit with you about this trip that we took to Croatia. Uh, 33 of us, adults and students from the youth ministry, went to Croatia about two weeks ago, and man, did we have an incredible time. Uh, But before I start talking to you about it, I do want to make sure you know who our two summer interns are, because they're also going to be sharing a little bit about their experience uh, this morning. So, Carissa is a Tennessee Tech student. Um, we met her through Jenna Wooten-Lee um, and her campus ministry there. And then Camden, he's an Asbury student, and we've been blessed to have him for our second summer in a row. And let me just tell you, these two have been awesome all summer long. They've been spending time with students. They've been planning events, teaching classes, and really just sharing their lives um, with, our, with our youth, with our students. They have one week and a half left before their time with us is over and the summer's up. And so if you have not already, if you haven't gotten to know them, please come meet them. Please tell them how grateful we are for their investment in our students' lives. Uh, we really do appreciate them a lot. So yesterday, um, our, my family, we celebrated our son's fifth birthday. His fifth birthday, turning five, big deal. And you know, birthdays for children are just such a magical thing. They get to invite their friends and family, maybe pick a theme, you know, cake, presents. I think last night uh, as he was going to sleep, he said, this was the best day of my life, you know. Um, But here's the problem with birthdays. They only come once a year. And so you spend an entire year looking forward to it, you know, making plans, anticipating the day. And if it has been a while, since you were a child, I want you this morning to try to remember what it's like. Try to remember that, that sense of excitement, that anticipation, the nervousness that comes from waiting all year for that one day. Because if you can, if you can remember that, I think it will help you understand our trip to Croatia. Because our team had spent a year, we spent a whole year preparing for this trip. We had meetings, we had prayer partners, we memorized scripture together, we had a team retreat, and finally, finally after a year, the time had come. We had flown to Croatia, we made it through the chaos of the the airports and delayed flights, and we landed in Zagreb, the capital which Chris Hayes still insists on calling Zagreb. We've done our best, but what can you do? Um, We drove out to our hotel, and we did our best to sleep in spite of the time difference. And then we got up, and we got in a bus, and we started to drive to the parking lot. And I felt like a kid on the morning of their birthday. I was excited. I was amped up. I was nervous. I was anxious because at this parking lot, We were meeting the Croatian and Ukrainian students that we'd be spending the week with. A whole year had led up to that moment. And I just, I needed to know. I couldn't wait to see what was going to happen when we finally got there. Now, this trip is actually much longer in the making than a year. We have a deep history with Croatia, and Barrett shared a little last week about our connection to the Biblical Institute um, and to the Sibleys and their ministry. But I just want to take you back four years, okay? Four years ago, the summer of 2018. That was the first time we took a large youth group um, to Croatia. Now, Steve Tolliver... He's a missionary there. Um, so I want you to lock his name in your mind, Steve Tolliver. He's a missionary there in Croatia, and he runs Champs Camp. And these are our Christian day camps for children. And every summer, they need help putting on these camps. And so Steve had reached out. He had asked us to come and help with camp. Now, I don't know if you know this about our students, but we have some of the best teenage camp workers in the entire world. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. I don't think anyone is better trained and equipped and experienced than our students thanks to their time out at Bluegrass Christian Camp and in other ministries here at Southside and throughout Lexington. And so we went and we put on Champs Camp. And man, our students did an incredible job. We had an amazing week there. But here's the piece that we didn't really expect. See, as Croatian students age out of Champs Camp, they love it and they still want to be a part of it. And so they come help serve and they work at the camp as well. What we discovered is that they have a deep need for Christian community and for spiritual relationships with peers their age. And that week, man, we saw those relationships form between our students and theirs. Those of us that were there four years ago, I think we'll never forget what one of the Croatian students, Daniel, said at the end of the week. He said, this week, I felt like I was alive for the first time. And God was doing something in that. Now, a year later... Steve would team up with a Croatian couple. Their names are Matea and Igor. Okay? Matea and Igor and Steve. They're the team. And they, they would team up and they would launch this new ministry, one aimed uh, at meeting the needs of students who were too old for champs camp and were looking to know Jesus better. And they called it, uh, my Croatian is bad. Okay? They call it nestovice, uh, which means something more and they've been mentoring and discipling students there through camps and music lessons and Bible studies ever since. So when the time came for us to plan our next trip, I I said to Steve, I said, Hey, man, are we going to do Champs Camp again this summer? He said, No, we're thinking about something different this time. Instead, he asked us to come and do a camp with their students, with their teenagers, for our students to be campers alongside their students, to encourage and, and to learn from one another. You know, maybe they could get a sense of the community that our students have built together. Maybe we could learn how they follow Jesus when they're the only person in their entire school who does so. It was pretty different from what we'd done in the past. But man, as you looked back, it just felt so obvious that this is where God was leading us. So we laid out all the plans, you know, to better support their ongoing ministry. We simply themed the week after the name of their ministry, Something More. And we focused on the book of Ephesians, especially chapter 3, verses 20 through 21, which read, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. The message for the week was simple. You, know, you don't have to settle for less. The life that is found following Jesus, it's richer and fuller than any other life. Not, not maybe in the ways we might be tempted to dream of with wealth, success, and ease of life. But instead, following Jesus is better, is more than those things. Our very best ideas, our brightest moments, they pale in comparison to what God can do for us in Jesus. So there we were. We were driving to the parking lot. And there we would meet the Croatian and Ukrainian students. We would get on a bus and we would drive out towards camp together. Now, we've been telling our students all year long, you know, Croatians, they tend to be more reserved than we are. Don't be surprised if they're a little walled off. You know, it's going to take some time to build these relationships. And on the way there, I even told them, I I said, you know, after we all get on the bus together, we might play some icebreaker games to kind of get to know each other better, start chiseling away at these barriers that divide us. So... We pulled up, we were there, and they were so excited to see us. They came up to our students, introducing themselves. Our students jumped right in, sharing about themselves, asking questions. And Daniel, Daniel the Croatian student, Daniel, I felt like I was alive for the first time in my life, Daniel, he was there. And a shout out to Riley Stamper, who had kept in communication with Daniel for four years since that first trip. And they picked up right where they left off. As we got onto the bus, you know, I I looked around, getting ready for some kind of silly get-to-know-you games. But I realized, I saw our students were already sitting with students from other countries. They were all talking. They were getting to know each other. So I just sat back down. That's when I realized, you know, I'd been hoping that by the end of this trip, maybe by the end of our week with them, we might get to this point in our relationships, we might start to get to know each other better. But God said, oh, I will do more than you ask or imagine. And instead, instead of ending at that point, we got to start there. And things would just get better and richer and deeper as the week went on. We really do serve a God who can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. And we got to live that. We got to see that. We got to see him work that out in our relationships that week. Um, There are too many stories for us to tell, but we want to share some of those with you this morning. And so, Krissa and Camden, they're each going to uh, come up and they're going to share a little bit about what they saw and what they experienced. Um, And and hopefully you get a sense of what God was doing while we are in Croatia.
1: So, as Jeremy had mentioned, we obviously talked about the weekly theme of something more. And to discuss more into something more, we talked about more with self. So, to prepare for this trip, Jeremy gave Camden and I an assignment to make a book. This is my book that I made before Croatia. But in the book, you're supposed to kind of picture out your life, illustrate it almost like a children's book from your life before when something changed in your life after. So we kind of made these books before, and then we decided to bring them to Croatia as an example to give to the kids because they will also be assigned to write their own book. So, like I said, it's what your life was before, how it was changed in your life after. So as the students began to prepare to write these books, you know, they came up with, like, really funny titles, like Scout Wadlington mentioned Scouting It Out, or Gray Goen did, Gray's Going to Church. And so you had all these, like, you know, book titles, but they're all about their life and how it's transformed. So as everyone wrapped up finishing their books, we went to our exchange groups, which were all kind of assigned with Croatian students and American students. And one of the things we were assigned in our exchange groups were to kind of read our books aloud. Not everyone in your group wants to read it aloud. Some were too shy or some didn't feel like they wanted to share. But with the people who did share, You know, I had mentioned in my book that I was really transformed whenever I went to church camp. And the other girls mentioned how they were transformed by bluegrass or very similar church camps. And then we realized some of the Croatian girls mentioned, or the other Croatians mentioned, champs camp, as Jeremy had mentioned. And it's kind of cool to realize that in these books, we have all been transformed. And it's kind of cool in a way that we're all transformed by like a church camp or a ministry And how even though we're on like two different parts of the world, we're still transformed by the same God. And so, as we went around, we read those books. And with our exchange groups, we were also assigned these cardboard testimonies. And these cardboard testimonies were to also reflect what our life was before Jesus and what our life is after. And to help prep us for the idea of what our life was like before or what our life was after, we read multiple examples in the Bible. We read about Zacchaeus, how he was a tax collector. He stole money, but then after he met Jesus, he wanted to give it all back. He knew what he did wrong. Then we read about Paul, someone who persecuted Christians. And after he met Jesus, he wanted to be right next to him. And we read about all these people in the Bible. Obviously, there are more examples, but they were clear to us how people are transformed by Jesus and how individually we can be transformed. So after reading those examples, we had our own cardboard testimony. Examples of Zacchaeus, he was selfish to giving. And then Paul, who was a murderer to a preacher. And so we realized, what do ours look like? And so some of our examples were, some of us were broken and now we're healed. Or some of us were lost and were found. Obviously, there's more examples of how we are also transformed by Christ. And so it realized how individually we are changed, and it reminds me of Galatians two twenty, which is, "I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me, and the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me." And later that night, Matea, who was also involved in the ministry, she talked about her story. Just like how we all had our own story, she mentioned hers and gave us a, another clear image of how we are transformed. Eventually, she showed us a video, and in this video is very moving. It was about this girl who lived her life alongside Jesus, and then something changed. A lot of things got in the way, lust, alcohol, drugs, all these things and roadblocks that get in the way and how it kind of distanced yourself from Jesus. As the video went on, we knew that she was struggling more and more, and at a certain point in the video, she just kind of wanted to end it all. And I think we can all kind of relate to how so many things get in the way from us and God. But it didn't end there. She was still changed once again. She wanted to run to God, even with all these things getting in the way. And it was really cool to have this video illustrate more with self. But to close that night, alongside that, we, the entire group decided to share their cardboard testimonies or the books that we had written earlier that day. I'd gotten to know my group a little more throughout these exchange groups and throughout the week. So I knew kind of about their cardboard testimony or the books that we'd written. But I don't get to meet every single person and hear their story all the time. So as we went around, everyone shared their cardboard testimony or their book. And it's cool to see that how everyone has been transformed by God. Multiple people had either one word written and another word, or it was multiple words of what their life was like before Jesus, and how they were transformed after Jesus. But it didn't end there. One amazing story that we got to hear was from Anna. Anna had mentioned the story of how they got there, and she was kind of the caretaker for all the Ukrainian refugees. And obviously, there is some type of language barrier, so it's kind of hard to kind of hear all their individual stories that we wish we could have heard, but she did share some of their story. She had mentioned how they loved their home in Ukraine and how much they loved it there. But then all of a sudden, they couldn't be there anymore. They had to run away. They had to leave. And so they ended up in Croatia. And although they were safe and loved Croatia and met new people, they missed their home. And I think if I was in that situation and I had to leave my home for a situation that wasn't great for me, I think I'd be so upset. Like, why would God do this to me? Why would he have me leave a place that I called home? But then their story didn't end there. But instead, their story said, never give up on hope. And I think that's amazing for them to still say that, even with all these bad things coming along in their way. And I think that's a good reminder that God gives us hope. He not only gives us hope for today, but he gives us hope for tomorrow.
2: And, you know, I went into this week and I was expecting to see the gospel preached from the stage. I figured that in our evening sessions, we would have, you know, a nice little sermon and that message would round out everything. And that was about all that we get. But what I didn't expect to see was to see the gospel, not just to hear it, but to really see it lived out. So our final point that we talked about in the week was more with others. And we saw it in so many different ways throughout the week. Though this was the last thing we talked about, it was perhaps the first one that we saw exemplified. Jeremy covered us arriving at the parking lot and the immense success that we had already seen there. And everything was already going better than we had expected. The transition period of awkward conversation to, and small talk seemed non-existent. God was already doing immeasurably more than we could have asked or imagined. There was still a distinct part of this trip that was forming a natural barrier, though, and that was that only one of the Ukrainian refugees, Anna, like Chrisa mentioned, could speak English. They couldn't even speak Croatian, so it meant that the communication was very hard with so many of us being trapped behind a language barrier, even if it wasn't as many as we had initially expected. As the week went on, there was even more growth between our students and the Croatian teens. Exchange groups, which were comprised of half-American and half-Croatian teens, were a fantastic way to facilitate discussion either around the morning lesson or the evening session. And within these groups, of which I was a part of Eli and Avery's, we had American and Croatian teens alike volunteering to read and to pray and to lead the discussion all together. I was blown away. The group I had was with the youngest Croatian students, and so I would have expected to have to corral them and settle them down so we could have the slightest bit of discussion. But the opposite was true. They were intentional, focused, and that led the group to spending the majority of our time together in the discussion and not getting sidetracked. There was one distinctive moment of my exchange group that happened every time we met, though, and... As I mentioned earlier, the, the language barrier between the Ukrainian students and the American students was especially high. But I did actually learn some Ukrainian for the week. And so I'm going to teach you all now, okay? So, this means Nintendo Switch. <laughs> one of the students, Yura, wanted to play Super Smash Brothers, which is one of the video games that we played every single day when we were there. And he would come in and climb up the ladder to Avery's bunk. And when he got to the top, he would go. (laughs) And every single time, without fail, Avery would pull out his switch or pull out a game on his phone and would show it to him without skipping a beat. And this small moment was actually a huge change in the dynamic for the week. No longer was there a divide between Ukrainian and American and Croatian. Instead, there was so much joy as everyone participated in our group games together, or when we had a huge spike ball tournament where some people played spike ball for the first ever time, or when we had a Smash Bros tournament and all rooted for Yura and his attempt to become the champion. One of the biggest ways that we saw this divide come down was actually through the lack of a Ukrainian table. At every meal, as we started the week, there were three tables of Croatian and American teens and one that was a fully Ukrainian table with all of the refugees. Halfway through the week, though, there was no longer a Ukrainian table. It was like it had never existed. Students were fully intermingled, laughing and having a good time, regardless of being able to properly translate every word. It's through Christ that we were able to be joyous together. See, Ephesians 2, 14-18 says, "...for he himself is our peace." For through him, we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Jesus broke down the dividing wall between us. He destroyed the barrier. It was through him that we were able to come together, no longer separated, and bring peace in a way that was hardly expected. And this all culminated in Friday night. It felt like as the week had gone on that we had all grown closer together and the payoff came in so many different ways. All week, we had been singing Waymaker in both Croatian and English, and it was beautiful to hear. We had been preparing to learn this throughout the, throughout the past year in Croatian. So it was tough, because we did not know this language that had so many consonants shoved together in a row. But as we came together that final night, we sought not to sing it in just two languages, but in all three represented. And so we were singing as one in Croatian, in English, and in Ukrainian. And it was such a joyful noise raised up to God. Jeremy followed with his message on more with others in which he talked about the three ways to peace. Peace through hurting yourself, peace through hurting others, and peace through Christ. He talked about how all of these have a cost, but the only one that can bring about true peace and not a fabrication of it is when it comes through the cost of Christ on the cross. And that morning, everyone had done a color by numbers on a puzzle piece. On, and on the back, they had completed a series of stations that allowed them to reflect on what they had learned throughout the week, and also the need for community through Jesus. As Jeremy concluded his message, he went over to the puzzle, of which no one had seen fully, and turned it around. Individually, our pieces were nothing more than jagged lines of neon colors, but together they formed a beautiful picture of Jesus. And that is what the church is meant to be, an image of Christ. The power of the Holy Spirit allows us to come together and be a reflection of our Savior who died for us. And this week, we were able to see that. After the message and exchange groups came the talent show, and we got to see ten talented acts that made us laugh and made us cry. But a few stood out especially. First was Zhenya's talent, and it blew us away. Zhenya was one of the Ukrainian refugees, and she had remained pretty reserved throughout the week. And so no one really knew what she was going to do for her talent other than dance. Well, it was so special getting to see her that night and show all of her dancing skills with us in ways that we did not expect at all. And one of the last acts of the evening was through Manning and two of the Croatian boys, Daniel and Christian, Now, Christian was not fluent in English the way that some of the other Croatian students were. And as he himself put it, he had a D in English. But that was hardly a limitation. Instead, they turned it into a comedy act. As Christian translated into English, what Daniel was saying in Croatian. All of this for Manning to decipher. And so we were cracking up. And it continued to bring us so much closer together, even as the week came to a close. And that night ended with the most hyped dance party I've ever seen. As we cleared away the chairs in order to make a dance floor, we slowly gathered more and more people, eventually resulting in about half of our group downstairs in a sweaty, stinky mess that you could smell all the way from upstairs. It turns out that everyone really does speak the language of dance. More With Others is so strongly characterized through the ways in which we share the gospel without saying a word. In the ways that Jesus broke bread to get to know others more intentionally, we broke it down on the dance floor. I know that I constantly fall into the trap of thinking that the gospel is something only communicated with words. But I saw in Croatia that the gospel is sometimes super super smash bros. Sometimes it means pass the milka. Sometimes it means a puzzle piece. And sometimes it means dance like nobody's watching. Always, it means the love and grace of Christ that transcends languages and borders is shared. And I saw this in no better way than with Carly Dyer and Sophia, one of the Ukrainian refugees, who despite not speaking each other's languages at all, were able to use Google Translate to communicate with each other and build a relationship that was initially characterized by silence and ended characterized by smiles. Our time in Croatia saw us recognize that there is immeasurably more with Jesus, immeasurably more for ourselves, and immeasurably more with others.
0: I want to thank uh, Carissa and Camden for sharing their experiences and and getting up and sharing this morning. Um, And I also want to thank you. I mean, we got to go on this trip because of you, because of your encouragement, your prayers, and your generosity. Um, You gave us the opportunity to be part of what God is doing in Croatia. And so thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you can, you can tell just, just from the brief time we've had this morning that, man, there is story after story after story that could be told from this trip. If we had time this morning, we could get all 33 people up here. Every one of us could take an hour to talk about it, and you would hear different things from all of us. Um, so I do hope that you'll come and ask us more about the trip. Ask us questions. Ask our students. Um, there's, a, there's a whole half of the trip that we haven't even touched because the adults were back in Zagreb, and they, they were working um, with Ukrainian refugees. And 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 um, some of the people who were working with very young children, and they were encouraging them, and they were taking uh, these these very young Ukrainian children like to the to the lake. And Barrett was playing with a bulldozer in the sand. I mean, there's there's a whole other set of stories and stuff um, that happened back in Zagreb while we were working with the teens. Uh, so I hope you will come ask us about it. Uh, we are we're going to show you a video. that will maybe get, give you a little more of a glimpse into the trip as well. And then Gregory's going to come and, and lead us in some work worship together. Thanks again for the opportunity to share um, about the trip we got to be a part of. (laughs)
3: we <laughs> All right, let's all stand. In Christ alone, my My hope hope is found. found.